Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. What do you make of the age issue? Should there be an age limit to running for president? No, but there should be a competency. Uh, I'm all for the test. You know, I took a test two years ago, three years ago. And as the doctors said, and it was in front of doctors and a whole big deal at Walter Reed, which is an incredible place, and I aced it. I get everything right. Um, I'm all for testing. I, I frankly think testing would be a good thing. A lot of people say it's not constitutional to do it, but I would be for... Uh, uh, testing to test that make sure everyone's just fine. Well, he's right. There's uh, issues with the idea of litmus tests. But the issue with Biden's incompetency is because of his age. And now here's Donald Trump in an interview with Kristen Welker over at Meet the Press saying that the age isn't an issue because you don't want it to be an issue for you, sir. Which... is in and of itself part of the problem. You don't want it to be about you, so now the thing isn't the thing? No, it's the thing, whether you like it or not, President Trump. And I know that the Trump supporters are going to get angry with me, but it's not my fault that he handled the interview with Welker ridiculously and the interview with Megyn Kelly. Sorry. He gave nothing but ammunition to his opponents. Oh, Tony, his opponents are not a problem. He's destroying them in the polls. Great. I want to know what happens in Iowa. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. By the way, the guy's crushing. The Fox News poll, the last one that's out, September 9th through the 12th, Trump 60, DeSantis 13. I mean, he's crushing Ramaswamy at 11%. 1,012 registered voters. First things first. Registered voters are not likely voters. Two different things. Secondly, uh, I like the sample size and the margin of error, 3%. Okay. I think people can utilize these numbers. Although it is registered voters and not likely voters. The Harvard Harris poll, which ended September 14th, Trump 57, DeSantis 10. The Quinnipiac poll, well, I don't know why I said it like that. The Quinnipiac poll, much better, ended September 11th, Trump 62, DeSantis 12. Damn, yo. Considering that poll, in August was Trump 57, DeSantis 18. Woo! Oh, Trump doesn't have to listen to me. He doesn't have anything to worry about. Ah, oh, no, he's totally fine. Totally fine. Won't be a problem in the world. No, no, no. Trust me. Trust me. Things like this aren't going to bother him or hurt him at all. Can a man become a woman? Um... In my opinion, you have a man, you have a woman. I, I, I think, I think part of it is birth. Can the man give birth? No, no. Although they'll come up with some. 
I'm sorry. Did I say nothing's going to bother him? Nothing's going to hurt him? It's all going to be fine? Maybe not. That was the interview with Megyn Kelly. Now I'm going to play for you the first part of that again. Can a man become a woman? Um... (laughs) The answer is no. Now, I don't know why I have to tell President Trump this, but allow me. The answer is no. What the hell is wrong with you? Are you dumb? Now, that's considered harsh. How dare you say that about President Trump? Here, here, this, this, is, this is how I ask the question. Can a man become a woman? Um... Holy crap, guys. Holy McFreakin' crap. The answer is no. The answer immediately is no. The answer without hesitation is no. The answer, as quickly as you could say it, is no, God! No. That's the answer. Every other answer is a problem. And this... Can a man become a woman? Um, That's a problem. You want to fight me on it? Go right ahead. That's a problem. You don't want to accept that that's a problem? You are such an idolater. You can't see the forest for the trees. I'm laughing at you. You want to do it in person? Name the street corner. Don't you get it? That's an issue. That's a problem. I can't believe he did it. I can't believe he said it. I can't believe that's how he responded. Ridiculous stuff. Nearly as ridiculous as his position now on abortion. He wants to go after Ron DeSantis so badly on abortion. Now all of a sudden, uh, the, 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 the six-week legislation in florida is now despicable he's going to bring both sides together and they're going to love him those are his words not mine this is what he told kristen welker on nbc about abortion mr president i want to give voters who are going to be weighing in on this election yeah. a very clear sense of where I think you stand I on think this. they're all going to like me. I think both sides are going to like me. Let, let me what, but what's let going to have to happen is you're going to have to... Kristen, you're asking me a question. What's going to happen is you're going to come up with a number of weeks or months. You're going to come up with a number that's going to make people happy because 92% of the Democrats don't want to see abortion after a certain period of time. If a federal ban landed on your desk if you were reelected would you sign it at 15 are you talking about a complete ban a ban at 15 weeks well people people are starting to think of 15 weeks that seems to be a number that people are talking about right now would you sign that i I would i would sit down with both sides and i'd negotiate something and we'll end up with peace on that issue for the first time in 52 years Uh, i'm not going to say i would or i wouldn't i mean DeSantis is willing to sign a five-week and six-week ban would you support that you think that i think what he did is a terrible thing and a terrible mistake stop telling me about polls Stop telling me about polling. 
I want to know how evangelicals in Iowa are going to vote. I want to know how Christians in South Carolina are going to vote. I want an answer to the question. We're going to talk with Craig Robinson, the Iowa GOP. He has run many years of the Iowa caucuses to uh, see where the people of Iowa are. But I have seen Trump do many things, and you know I voted for the man twice. I voted for him in 2016 because I had a choice. I didn't trust that Trump was a conservative, but it was him or Hillary Clinton, and I went with the odds. Worked out well for me. In 2020, I saw how Trump governed, and I said, this has been good. Things I don't like, like the tariffs, things I don't like, uh, like the spending. Other things worked out well compared to Joe Biden. This is a better track to go down. I voted for him again. 2024 is not 2016 and 2024 is not 2020. It's time to grow up. You just said that the pro-life side is wrong. I do not know what you do from there. If you're running as a Republican, I do not know what you do from there. The 15 week number is one that you see uh, across the globe. But he's going to negotiate it. If a 15-week uh, ban comes to his desk, he's going to negotiate it. What, what's to negotiate? It's at your desk, yes or no? There's nothing to negotiate. Do you believe the federal government should get involved or not? Me, I don't believe the federal government should get involved. I understand the rationale. I understand why people like former Vice President Mike Pence want to push it. Because they want to limit California, Minnesota, New York, and these states that would clearly have infanticide if they could get away with it. They'd all, they all want to be Governor Ralph Northam, uh, the former governor of Virginia. They all want to have the infanticide. Or at least that's certainly the way they play. Oh, there should never be a restriction. Well, what if there was an attempted abortion and the baby was born? What should happen then? Well, well, you see, well, um, you know... Yes, there's a mother and there's a doctor. There's a doctor and a mother and a mother and a doctor and a doctor and a mother. Let the, they'll they'll take care of it. What are you getting in, involved? Oh my God, I can't believe why the question. And then of course they run away. Stop telling me about polls right now. I've said this uh, for a while now. I know what the polling says. I find it unbelievable. Like, it is incredible that Trump with four indictments could do this well in the polling that DeSantis, who has bettered the ground game, is, is doing so poorly in the polling. It's nuts. It's nutty. Crazy cuckoo McCrazy town. I don't buy any of it. I don't buy any of it. Not an ounce. Because of these answers this past weekend... Uh, with Megyn Kelly and with Kristen Welker on Meet the Press. How do you how do you go about how how does the Republican Party got choked up? Excuse me. How do they go about dealing with this? How are they going to respond to this? You want to tell me about the Trump supporter and how they won't support anybody but Trump? Tell me what you're going to do about the evangelical set. They're going to come along just because? I don't know about that. Iowa has these kinds of laws. Trump is condemning Iowa. Georgia does. Ohio does. Florida does. 
Who does he think that he's going to get from the middle or the left on this subject? The person voting from the middle is not necessarily somebody voting on abortion. That is not to say that abortion in and of itself hasn't been a subject that moves voters. But since there is no win that can come uh, regarding the political left on abortion, because the political left doesn't believe in a number. They believe in unfettered access. Who are you trying to get? You're going to get the great middle to come your way? That's your plan? I think it was a bad weekend for Donald Trump. I think it was a very bad weekend. I think for many people, they're going to say, yeah, I've seen enough. And now I want to see the polling that comes after this. But really, I want to get to Iowa already. Get me to the second week of Iowa. Let me see where these caucuses are. Can you win like this? Can you win with that kind of response on abortion? And can a man be a woman? Uh, I mean, it, it, again, do you need to hear it again? Allow me to give it to you again. This is Trump. Can a man become a woman? Um, now, I ask you, whether or not that is disqualifying. And by the way, you want to talk about soundalikes. Who said it better, Trump? Can a man become a woman? Um, or Patrick from SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Sorry. Trump did this to himself. And the reason, of course, you know I didn't have to share it with you. The reason Trump governed like a conservative is because he was surrounded by people who pushed him in that direction. It was a good surrounding in terms of policy, not in terms of people in the positions, in the policy. He's not surrounded by those people. That's obvious. This is a mistake. The abortion position is ridiculous. And I think it's going to hurt. But we won't know from the polls. We'll only know from the Iowa caucuses. This is Tony Katz today. Look, we still have a good, healthy labor market, consumer spending remains quite robust. We've seen strong industrial production. Um, I don't see any signs that uh, the economy is um, at risk of a downturn. Missed it by that much. Ah, Secretary Yellen, you are terrific. You're the gift that keeps on giving. No sign that the economy is in risk of a downturn. Okay. The Dow is up 79. The NASDAQ is up 30. Well, I guess she must be right. Except she's not. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's not because I say so. 
I follow economists. I read. You take a look at, at those in housing who see interest rates only coming down in 2025 and coming down to 4%, not because things are good, but because the economy is in a problem and the, and the Fed is trying to do more to get the economy kick-started. Wall Street Journal leads today with a piece of soft landing for the economy could prove elusive. Is that right? Is that right? Huh? Who could have thunk it? The consumer price index is up. The producer price index is up. Inflation is up. But I've got uh, Janet Yellen. She's, she, no, 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 this economy is just fine. She said that about a year ago. Right? Wasn't it about a year ago? When she was having the same exact conversation, I wonder if I have that audio. I mean, I've, I've got a lot of things. I, you know, I, I, I keep my stuff together. Um, yeah. Well, this was this was uh, this was April, I believe. The financial, the global financial system has generally proven quite resilient. As I mentioned, the United States is doing extremely well economically with inflation coming down in a strong labor market. And um, Europe is doing better than was feared at the time of our last meeting. So um, I, I wouldn't overdo the negativism um, about the global economy. Europe is now in recession. You now have the second of the giant real estate concerns in China getting ready to collapse. The first was Evergrande, where they lost $80 billion over the course of two years. Now you have Country Garden. That looks like it's about to collapse. Lord only knows how many U.S. uh, investors they have, whether it be through individual investing or through some kind of fund. But tell me again how everything's just fine. Why would anybody believe Janet Yellen at this stage of the game? You know what you're paying for everything. If you needed to buy a car right now, you might not be able to because the actual car dealers aren't getting lent the money to purchase more vehicles and individuals aren't getting approved for loans to buy the vehicles that are on the lots anyway. The new market is, is, is much different. The EV market is much different. The used car market is having a significant issue. But why is the used car market the story? Because people have less money and the interest rates are higher. So people who don't have the means have to find another way of getting reliable transportation. They want to tell you it's fine. You know, so much of this is is not me just, you know, pushing out. Uh, a talking point. I'm not pushing out any talking point. I'm discussing exactly what it is we're, 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 we're seeing. I, it, it's not like I win anything because this economy sucks. This economy is a problem. And the Biden administration lies about it day after day after day. Just like they lie about the border. But as I stated, when it comes to Trump's comments over the weekend, what matters to me is where is the Iowa evangelical? Have they already made a statement? 
Are they thinking about it? Craig Robinson, the Iowa GOP, is up next. This is Tony Katz today. No, DeSantis said when DeSantis says that, that means he's not your man. He's not your man anyway because he's a very untalented guy, and he's proven that. He started out, everybody was talking to him. After I worked him over a little bit, he's gone down the tubes. I, I don't think he's going to end up being number three or four. He just had a poll today. He was number four. And by the way, the one that was number two was 59 points behind. So, you know, it's very interesting. But when somebody says eight years, we need eight years, no. In six months to a year, many of the problems, almost all of the problems that you and I have just spoken about will be solved. Anybody that says they need eight years, you don't want that person. That's a very weird thing to say. It's just a super weird thing to say. If we don't need eight years, why, why, President Trump, are we voting for you? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. I, the interview with Meet the Press, where that is from, the interview with Megyn Kelly. I don't think this did the man any favors. I think his comments about abortion, his comments about trans, uh, these comments, they they all lead to a place of what is he doing? What does he believe in? Where the hell is his core? But then you take a look at the polling and you're like, oh, yeah, the dude's untouchable. Craig Robinson joins us. The Iowa GOP or Iowa G-O-P-E-R on the Twitter Xbox has run the Iowa caucuses for the Republicans uh, for years. Longstanding member of that party working in its highest echelon. Um, I, I, I will go to the polls in a second. Um, the Iowa State Civics poll and the Emerson poll being the two latest ones that are out there. Um you watched the Megyn Kelly interview. You watched uh, the Meet the Press in- in interview. Your take on what it is President Trump said. Um, let's start there. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's problematic, and this is this is kind of um, these are the things that happened when he was running the first time, and as he was president, like he constantly makes things more difficult for himself than they need to be. Right. And I think it's because it's not, you know, he doesn't have a, you know, for all of us, especially someone like you, Tony, who talks about these issues every day. If, if you're asked a question, you know exactly how you would answer it. And it's kind of hard to see a, a presidential candidate meander uh, through an interview like this on on such issues. And this is what. You know, in some ways, I think if you're a Trump supporter, you can kind of just, yeah, who cares and and move forward. But if you're if you're what he's doing, if if you want him to be the nominee, all he's doing is giving fuel to everyone else who's running against him. Um, He did more to help Ron DeSantis over the weekend with these interviews than he did anyone else, in my opinion. You're, it's it, the take is interesting because I did have somebody on on Twitter on, on on X social media say Trump will lose zero votes. Us adulterers are dug in like a tick. Ron DeSantis <laughs> will never break twenty percent. Now, uh, referring to yourself as a tick is never the way I, I want to go. But let's get into the idea of dug in. It doesn't matter what Trump says, except these are the near bedrock things of the political right, the recognition that men are not women and women are not men, the recognition that abortion is not something that is 
compromised on, if you will, um, that a six-week ban is not something that you are uh, attacking. Is his take one that uh, there are more populists out there and they'll give up their their uh, ideological and almost religious beliefs for the populism platform? Uh, kind of. Look, I think that uh, if you want to find fault with Donald Trump, He's giving you a place to go do that. I will say this. If you, you know what, Tony, if you showed up to my house and you asked my dad the same questions Donald Trump was asked, you might get very similar answers. And this is why I think he might not lose any votes. Because I think, you know, Trump meandering this stuff, what, well, what is a woman, right? Well, that's the same damn answer my dad's going to give you. Because it's weird and he doesn't like it and he's uncomfortable with the whole subject matter, Right. And, and, and the, same, the same is true on the abortion issue. I mean, again, we've kind of muddled this up where we spent 40 years saying, return it to the states. It's a state's issue. We finally do that. Now everyone and their damn brother wants a, a federal ban, an abortion ban. And, and it's, it's odd. And so there's part of me that understands maybe where Trump's head's at, but the way he's communicating it is awful, and it, it, it just gives – it gives his opponents great, you know, great subject matter in which they can now campaign against him uh, because that's the thing that they've struggled to have. What's why is the reason this guy uh, shouldn't be the nominee? Well, he's hand feeding that stuff to them now. Talking to Craig Robinson, uh, Iowa Republican, Iowa GOP ER on the Twitter Xbox, Iowa GOP ER. Uh, he has uh, run these caucuses uh, for multiple years. I take a look at the numbers to the Iowa State Civics poll and the Emerson poll. Uh, Trump is up in both of them, 51 in the Iowa State poll, 49 in the Emerson poll, and DeSantis is down uh, to 14. It's September, man. If DeSantis isn't catching on, at what moment does he catch on? Well, that's a good question. Um, Things need to be moving. And the other place that, you know, this isn't all just about polls, but you got to start seeing it on the ground. And so, you know, over this past weekend, you know, people like Nikki Haley was in the state. And look, she had some big events. And in some weird places. And so I think there's something there, right? And again, I think part of the DeSantis problem is, is that he's a confused candidate, right? So he's, everything they do, they try to get to the right of Donald Trump. Well, what part of the electorate are the people who are out there saying, I want someone besides Trump? Are they the real conservative people that, are, that don't want Trump? No, it's the people who voted for Mitt Romney before and so I look at what maybe Nikki Haley's got going on as make, maybe this is someone who's going to do well where Marco Rubio did well, you know, uh, back in, in, in 2016 uh, in the metropolitan areas in, this, in that caucus. Um, maybe Nikki Haley is a candidate to watch because I know it's, it's only September, but my God, it is September and they got to start showing movement and you're going to see it on the ground before you see it in the poll. And so if I'm DeSantis, I'm concerned that I'm not seeing it in the poll. And we have to wonder if we're seeing it on the ground, too. So I, I think Nikki Haley is someone to be watching here. Um, and again, she's not necessarily, you know, a right winger when it comes to the abortion issue. 
And, 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 but I do think that she might appeal to those more naturally um, opposed to Trump being the nominee again. You take a look at that polling and you see that that Nikki Haley was at 10% double digits in the Iowa State Civics poll, 7% in the Emerson uh, poll. She's right now in fourth place in Iowa behind Trump DeSantis and Tim Scott. The guy who fell like a stone is Mike Pence, and I think Mike Pence has been doing the most talk about A, the economy, and B, Trump's wrong on these things, specifically on the Right to Life conversation. You would think that this is his moment uh, to shine, Iowa is saying, hey, thanks, but we are not interested in this game. At least that's what the polling says. Well, and the, look, I think Iowans have a tendency to be too nice sometimes. And so I think I think Mike Pence has been a non-starter in this race from day one. You know, I, I sat down for lunch with the national NBC folks, you know, a couple months ago. And and they said, you know, so Mike Pence. And I said, put him right next to Asa, Asa Hutchinson. And they're like, oh, you can't say that. And I said, he's a non-starter. And so I think people like him as a man. Um, you know, I think they appreciate, you know, him and his career and all that stuff. But he's a non-starter. Even if he's saying all the right things at all the right times, I just don't think he's a viable option for Iowa caucus. How much, Craig, talking to Craig Robinson, the Iowa GOP has long run uh, the Iowa Republican caucuses in the in the state. How much do you put on the polls versus how much are you a I got to wait and see what the caucus goer does, especially after this weekend? I mean, because not only the abortion conversation, but with Megyn Kelly being asked, you know, hey, uh, can a man become a woman? He's like, uh, for three seconds. Uh, there's an answer to that question for, for the political right. And anything that isn't that answer is seen as kind of askew because of course it's not reality based uh is is your faith in the polling or is your answer i'm gonna wait to see how these caucus goers go yeah i want to see how it shakes out but but what i would what's going on here tony is is i think someone's gonna have to move enough where people are like okay i'm going too right so when you have when you have donald trump pulling at 49 percent 51 percent all that does is throw cold water on on people and say, you know what, I, you know, I, look, I had a I had a longtime legislator uh, call me up, personal friend called me up a week ago, and they 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 wanted to know where I was at, and you know, I told them basically nowhere, and uh, <laughs> and so I'm no help there, but there's there's real concern, like there was real concern that they think they want to see someone besides Trump, they're vocal about it. Not not publicly into the news media, but they don't keep it a secret that they would prefer someone besides Trump. But when they see the poll numbers and they see Trump with 50 percent and it's September, um, it, it, that person quiets down because in their mind they're like, well, I might have to come to terms with this. Right. Whereas I think if there was a, uh, a Ron DeSantis, a Nikki Haley or anyone that if, if someone was sitting there at 25 percent. You have a much different conversation going on, and then I think you would see a lot different things going on in the on the ground here in Iowa too. It's it. I I, just, I agree with you that uh, I don't buy into any of the polling whatsoever. But you would think, just for the sake of a story, 
that something has to move for people to think the idea is possible that they move. It was CNBC, I think, that had uh, the headline that one of the big donors, big Republican donors, and was a big donor to uh, uh, Ron DeSantis, Ken Griffin, he's not going to be on the sidelines for the primary. He's not playing in the presidential primary. Um, and part of it is that he's not impressed with what he's seeing from the alternatives to Trump and has yet to decide who he plans to help. Is that happening in the polling in Iowa? Uh, I doubt it. Um, you know, I think that, um, you know, the polls, I mean, it's so hard to poll anymore with the lack of landlines. And I would be real interested, and, and, and we look at likely voters so often, uh, in these caucus poll, uh, caucus polls, I would really like to see uh, a real tight, like, hey, these are registered Republicans who say they're going to to the caucuses. Who do? What's that poll look like? Is it Trump fifty one, you know, and then everyone else down at and and you know low double digits, or is it closer? Because that might give you a little bit better indicator as to. Is someone going to emerge? Will they coalesce? But right now, I think there's like there's kind of too many. There's there's the Trump option, and then there's fifty other choices, and and you don't and there's nothing that's really going on to separate any of those people. They all kind of blip here and there, right? DeSantis has fallen back to that level, and they all have to figure out what do I need to do to have a breakout moment here in the next month or two so that I can be a real alternative to Trump on caucus night. You bring up registered voters versus likely voters. I've always liked likely voters in the poll. The Fox News poll that got released had 1,012 registered voters with a margin of error of 3%, two things that I can mostly work with. And in the national, it had Trump at 60, DeSantis at 13, Ramaswamy at 11, followed by Haley at 5, Pence at 3, Christie at, at, at 2. But I'm I'm always I want to know who's actually going to show up. Being registered is one thing. But, I want to know who's going to show up. No, 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 no. But this is Iowa, and it's different. This isn't New Hampshire. In Iowa, you have to be a registered Republican on to walk into that caucus and to participate. So this likely stuff. I want to know who's jumping through the hoops, right? So so that's the only reason I say I want to see an Iowa poll of registered Republican voters. Because, because it's different. It's it's a closed contest. You can't be an independent and vote in this caucus. You have to declare yourself a Republican that night to do it. Same with the Democrat. You can be a Democrat and vote in the caucus, but you got to change your voter registration before you go in and do it. And so that's why I want to see in Iowa. I think it might be helpful to see something like that because it's 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 not a primary. It's it's hard to do. You got to show up at a certain time at a certain place, and so that would allow us to have a, a like. Where's the intensity uh, in in that as well? And then also, what makes it difficult about that is, you know, there's you've been in this state. There's pockets. There's little geographical things that go on where people will have deep support in. And so again, I would want to see a large a large sample of of, of registered voters to do that so you can pick up where a candidate might be strong and where one might be weak. 
Really quick before I let you go, the odds that the Welker Meet the Press interview or the Megyn Kelly interview hurt Trump over the course of the next three weeks? Well, I think it fuels the opposition. And so I think it makes things, uh, I don't think it changes things for Donald Trump. I think it makes it, you know, look, the thing that would be different is if one of his opponents would take that material and put it on TV and, and shove it down people's faces and say, is, is this really what you want? That's that's what I'm looking for. Who's going to do something with it? Because if no one, if that stuff just lives online and we talk about it on Twitter and social media, I don't think it changes anything at the end of the day. If someone uses it, takes it and uses it, uh, that might be a different story. Craig Robinson, find him on Twitter X, Iowa G-O-P-E-R, Iowa G-O-P-E-R, long time. Uh, Republican uh, bigwig in Iowa who's run the Iowa caucuses. I appreciate you as always. More is coming up. I'm Tony Katz. I love that Hunter Biden is suing the IRS. Look, uh, the, the guy is sleaze. And the guy is guilty of many, many things in my view. And I'm glad that he's been charged with the gun crime, although I don't know what's going to happen with it. And I love that people who are all about you shouldn't be able to have a firearm somehow think we should be lenient on Hunter. This is not something we should be prosecuting. Okay, it's good to know. Let's see if you apply that all over the place. I think the IRS should be sued more often. We can all agree that the IRS is the problem. We can all get on on board with, with, with Hunter suing the IRS. And while he's at it, let's sue Lois Lerner for what she did to Tea Party groups back in the day. No? No, when, when Obama did that, it was just fine, but now the IRS should be sued? Man, you gotta love the inconsistency. Uh, no, wait. You gotta be disgusted with the inconsistency. That's what I meant to say. This is Tony Katz today.